0: What is up, everybody? Welcome into episode 22 of Lockdown Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. Well, episode 22 and also game 22 on our list of the top 25 best games of the last decade. This one coming to us from September 25th, 2014, the Yankees against the Baltimore Orioles, the night Derek Jeter hit a walk-off in his final home game. Now, like Derek Jeter had already been on a year-long retirement tour, it, it had been kind of, kind of grueling. You know, he had the whole uh, ceremony, the whole celebration at the All-Star Game. This had carried over to every ballpark that he'd played in, but this was going to be his big final moment. And I know there were a lot of people at the time who were kind of sick of it. It, it never bothered me because I think Derek Jeter, as an entity and as a player, uh, symbolized a lot more than just a really good shortstop. I think Derek Jeter was celebrated. Not even so much for what he did, though he did a whole lot in his career. It's what he stood for and what he didn't do. I mean, this was a guy whose prime was in the heart of the steroid era, and yet you never heard a single word about the possibility of Derek Jeter maybe juicing, and I think it spoke to his character, it spoke to his work work ethic, and him as a player, I mean, he played on teams that had guys who were juicing, and yet he never did, and he had incredible longevity, never got in trouble, it was a celebration of a guy who kind of did, for the most part, everything right throughout his entire career, so it never bothered me, kind of the the overexposure that some people felt he was getting during this whole retirement tour, now this game features one of the most insane stats I've ever heard, and I love this stat to death, I think it's absolutely insane, and it speaks to Derek Jeter's success as a player, and it speaks to the Yankees' success as a team. The game we're about to talk about is the only home game Derek Jeter ever played in which the Yankees were mathematically eliminated from the postseason. An absolutely bonkers stat, a 20-year career, dude played one game in which the Yankees were mathematically eliminated from playoff contention. And despite being eliminated from the postseason, he still made something special happen. And we're going to talk about it right now. I mean, this game in the grand scheme of things was a a little bit meaningless. The Orioles had already clinched a postseason berth. They'd already clinched the division, had an awesome season in 2014. The Yankees were out of the postseason, like I said, and and there's a lot of people. One of the misconceptions, I think, about Derek Jeter's 2014 retirement tour was that he was being put at the top of the lineup and he kind of derailed the Yankees. You know, he should have asked. I know Keith Olbermann did a huge piece about how he should have asked to have been taken or moved down in the lineup considering the fact that his OPS was like in the low 600s, that would be a a fair assessment if this Yankees team had a really good offense. This was the worst Yankees team probably of the last 25-30 years. This offense was putrid. They didn't have a single starter with an OPS 750 or above. Their best guy was Brett Gardner who had a 749 OPS. This was a bad offense. Pitching staff, not even that great either. You had Hiroki Kuroda who started this game who was far and away their best pitcher that season at age 39. So it was definitely not your typical vaunted Yankees lineup. But you knew coming into this game, you knew at some point Jeter was going to do something special. It was just in his nature. Now, before he even saw the plate... The Orioles were up 2-0. Nick Markakis leads off the game with a home run. Alejandro Diaz next at bat. Same count, same number of pitches. Homers to right field. It's 2-0. Orioles right away. This was a really good Orioles lineup. I kind of forgot about this, and I shouldn't have because they swept my Tigers like a week later, but this was a very potent lineup. They didn't have any starting pitching that was worth anything, but they had a really good lineup and a solid bullpen. Now you go to the bottom of the first. Yankees already down 2-0. Brett Gardner leads off with a single. Derek Jeter on a 3-1 count. Doubles to left center, Gardner scores, and you're thinking, okay, is that it? He just missed a home run. This was almost a home run. Was that his signature moment? Is that the moment everyone's going to remember from this game? I mean, the crowd is already going crazy. You were hearing the Derek Jeter clap, 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 clap chants all night. He gets an RBI double, a nice, a nice moment. Is this going to be his send-off moment? <laughs> Absolutely not. A few batters later, Brian McCann reaches on an error, Jeter scores, and all of a sudden it's a tie game in the bottom of the first. We're right back where we started. Both these pitchers really settled in over the next couple innings, and it kind of turned into a pitcher's duel. It was a 2-2 game going into the bottom of the seventh. Steven Drew struck out to start the inning, but reached on a passed ball. Ichiro Suzuki then walked. There was a bunt single on the next A-B, so the bases are loaded. Brett Gardner's at the plate. Derek Jeter's on deck. Gardner grounds into a force out at home, and that brings up Jeter with... The base is loaded and one out in the bottom of the seventh, and you're thinking, all right, here it is. This is going to be his signature moment. This is going to be the moment that we're going to look at for years. He hits a grounder, reaches on an error, 2 runs score. He does get one RBI, doesn't get an RBI for the, the second earned run because of the E6, but you're like, all right, there it is. Derek Jeter is going to have the game-winning RBI in the bottom of the seventh inning in his final game, a storybook. Way to end his his storied career here at Yankee Stadium. Brian McCann hits a sack fly and is next at bat. It's 5-2 Yankees going into the bottom of the 7th. It would stay that way, going into the top of the ninth. David Robertson would come on to close it out. Obviously, this is his first full season as a closer after Mariano Rivera ended his legendary, what turned out to be a unanimously Hall of Fame first ballot career. Robertson took over those big shoes and had a, a pretty good season in 2014. 39 for 44 in save opportunities, and ERA just above three. You know, he had been not completely locked down, but pretty darn close. One thing that goes completely overlooked in this game as well is Hiroki Kuroda, had a phenomenal outing, eight innings, three hits, two earned runs, zero walks, and nine strikeouts. Outside of those two home runs that he gave up in the first inning, he was almost flawless, only gave up one more hit after that, and he would have been you know, one of the stars of this game, but it goes completely overlooked because of what happens next. David Robertson comes in to try to close this thing out in the top of the ninth. He walks Nick Marcakis, strikes out Alejandro Diaz, Adam Jones then hits a home run to left field, so it's a 5-4 game. Nothing to be super concerned about. Nelson Cruz up at the plate. He's always just a, a demon to deal with. You strike him out. So they're one out away. Steve Pierce coming up to bat. The crowd is chanting Derek Jeter's name. Derek Jeter had tears in his eyes. I mean, it, he's one out away from finishing out his career at Yankee Stadium. The place is going absolutely nuts. They're ready to celebrate. He's going to do the whole send off, walking around the stadium, shaking hands, kissing babies. This is going to be his whole final send off. And on the first pitch to Steve Pierce, home run to left field, all of a sudden it's a tie game. J.J. Hardy would fly out next at bat, but we have a bottom of the ninth to play. I mean, all of a sudden this game, which seemed like it was over, much like many games on this list, there's this huge unexpected twist, and it's a 5-5 ball game, and Derek Jeter is due up third in the bottom of the ninth inning. Do you hate stepping on the scale? Now maybe it's because you haven't met the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, And they are still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale in 2020. If you are looking to lose weight, willpower is key. But so is having the right tools. Withings smart scales are known for durability and an exceptional user-friendly design. Step on and data from every weigh-in syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales don't have the Wi-Fi option and it means you need to have your phone on you. But With Things Body Plus gives weight, full body composition, weight trend, even a local weather report. The scale can support up to 8 users and even know who is who. So here's the deal. You can get 25% off a Withings Body Plus right now at Withings.com for a limited time. Go to withings.com, withings.com backslash MLB to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com backslash MLB to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. All right, so we get to the bottom of the ninth. Jose Perella due up first. He singles to left field. Anton Richardson pinch runs for Perella. Brett Gardner comes up. He hits a sack bunt back to the pitcher. He throws to first, so Richardson goes to second, and that brings up Derek Jeter. And you're you're just thinking in this at this moment like. This has got to be too good to be true. I mean, there's no way he's going to possibly do this. A walk-off single, potentially, in his final game would be just unbelievable. It'd be be an iconic baseball moment. Now, I do remember some people in hindsight saying that Buck Showalter should have walked Derek Jeter in this moment. And the only reason he would have, outside of just being an absolute jerk— the only reason he would have was because he was afraid of the moment. I mean, there was no reason to walk Derek Jeter in this moment. Derek Jeter had a 6'17 OPS in 2014. You know, this guy was not a force. The only reason you would have been walking him was because you're afraid of the moment and you're afraid of the name, not necessarily the player you're going up against in that moment. And not to mention the 3, 4, and 5 hitters were due up next. And you had a right-handed pitcher on the mound. And you had a lefty in Brian McCann, or actually a switch hitter in Brian McCann, who was going to bat left in the next at-bat, do up. So strategically, it wouldn't have made a whole lot of sense anyway, and I think it was one of those kind of hindsight things people looked at, but I don't think Showalter ever considered walking him. Walter actually managed Jeter the very, very early stages of his career. So with the crowd on their feet, Jeter came to the dish, and on the first pitch he saw from Evan Meek, this happened. Meek deals. Base has to right field. Here comes Richardson. Here's the throw from Marcakis. Richardson is safe. Derek Jeter ends his final game with a walk-off single. Derek Jeter, where fantasy becomes reality. Did you have any doubt? That is a great, great call by the always reliable Michael K. on the Yes Network in New York City. Phenomenal stuff there by a great broadcaster and yeah this was this was a moment that is uh, engraved in our in our minds forever Derek Jeter with a walk-off single in his final home game I mean it was surreal you could see him crying I mean Derek Jeter was never really very emotional at, in terms of his playing days but it was obvious that this meant a lot to him and you know you had so much iconic imagery from this game his I believe it was his nephew that great gif of him tipping the the respect cap to him after the walk-off I mean so many great moments and it just shows you know when people talk about oh the baseball season's too long there's so many meaningless games it just goes to show those people are full of it because this was for all intents and purposes a meaningless baseball game The Baltimore Orioles had already clinched the division. They already knew where they were going to stand in terms of playoff seating. They had nothing to play for. The Yankees were out of the playoffs. In a weird way, they probably might have been better off losing to to try to affect their draft position if they cared about that. I don't know if the Yankees do. They've drafted pretty well over the years, especially recently. But yet, despite all that, despite the circumstances, despite the standings, a legendary moment happened on this night at Yankee Stadium, an emotional moment, even the most hardcore cynics, even people who hate the Yankees, even people who hate Derek Jeter, couldn't help but admit this was a classic, classic moment. There's only two regular season games on this list, and this is one of them, and for good reason, an all-time great baseball moment, Derek Jeter with a walk-off single in his final home game with the New York Yankees. Okay, so that is going to do it for episode 22 and game number 22 on this list. You can follow me on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at castellani 2 0 one, four. You can follow this show on Twitter. That's at Locked on, Tigers on the Twitter sphere. If you have any questions for this show, I'll be doing mailbag segments again here in a couple weeks, so I don't really have any intention of doing them now. I, I might, but I kind of like the the flow we have going with this list, but you're always welcome to send those questions, and I'll backlog them and probably answer them later at, to Tigers at gmail.com, and as I've said many a time, we are on Apple Podcasts, so go to iTunes, go to the podcast section, search up Locked on Tigers, and if you feel so Inclined, it would mean it would mean a lot to me if you would leave a positive review. Let us know what you think of the show. It would be very much appreciated. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys are enjoying what I've been doing with this list so far. I think I think we're doing pretty good. You know, we're, we're hanging in there. I think all these podcasts are. We're all in kind of a weird, tough position, but we're working through it. So thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your day, and go Tigers.